Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. For all what have sinned and what do you see? First up, there is semicolon, which means explanation to this one follows. What is the explanation? Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Full stop. No, continue. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through what the forbearance of full stop no gone to declare and say at this time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier which so the reason why Jesus came is because of the sin we go out there and we go and condemn people of their sins confess your sin sin. that's what I tell you, when you are going to preach to unbelievers don't go and remind them of their sins because already they know they are in it go and tell them about righteousness go and look, look, to declare I say, at this time at this time his righteousness that he might be what? just and the justifier who's the just a just is one that says that you are wrong go to go to a, a prison you are right go home you can't you can't bribe him that is who god was he was called the just god before but when jesus came to die that same just god now says that you are free go so the sacrifice of jesus mellowed God. If you don't believe this, can I tell you something? When David took somebody's wife and killed the person, slept with the woman and had a child, God says, I'll kill you. God, the just of God, man, he sent a person that you will die. David, as a mere man, went into the temple and lay down prostrate for three days sang, prayed. God says, hey, go and tell him I won't kill I'll kill the child. Can you see it? If a man knew how to move God, it's like God is sitting there to say, David, I'm coming to kill you. Then David is singing. So, oh, David, David, David. David, oh. Then David is there. We praise thy name, oh Lord. Say, David. Say, David, oh. Mm. I know, yes, I oh, oh. One shot at home. He said, okay, okay. Okay, you let me let me use the baby. But uh, my, the killing has happened. So maybe not you like, but the baby, okay? Now, when David heard, because three days he won't come out, he won't eat. But when he heard that the killing is now on the baby, he got up and he went to eat. <laughs> is possible how much the son of God how much more Jesus the son of God coming to take your place when God was supposed to deal with you deal with your sin he just says no 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 he said son are you sure he said yes sir he said for them I've taken all their sins 
and their punishment. Their future sins, their present sins, their past sins. He said, I take everything. If you want to handle one of them, handle me first. Go through me first. This is your grace. This is the message of grace. It is not your performance any longer. It is not Jesus' prerogative. If God wants to kill me, he must kill his son. If God wants to judge me, he must judge his son first. Because he took my place. Can you see this? Hmm. Okay. So you see, you can't just quote the scriptures and make it mean what you want. Let the scriptures change you. Don't change it. <laughs> so they call us grace preachers. That mentality alone tells how carnal you are. Because they don't know that when we say the gospel, the gospel is actually grace. That's what the book of Romans chapter 1 says. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. For it is the power of God unto salvation. First to the Jew and to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just shall live by faith. This is the message of grace. The gospel is called grace. There are a lot of men of God who are not preaching the gospel. Uh, if the gospel is not Jesus, if the message is not Jesus and his grace to the church, you are not preaching the gospel. You are preaching any other thing. In fact, you are not even a preacher. Because a preacher is a messenger of the gospel. So if you are not preaching the gospel, you are not a preacher. If you are not a preacher, I don't know who you are. The message must be Christ. I don't own you. I didn't die for you. Me, I won't use my blood for you. No, it's as if you use your blood. Will you die for me? You can say it when it looks like you are in love. Oh baby, I love you. I will die for you. Hey. This same baby will step on your toes. Say, oh, you heal me. Ah, but you will die for me. Don't allow love to speak nonsense. Master, you can't die for anyone. If an arm robber had entered your room with a gun and say, who is the father? Say, who is the mother? You are a man who say that you that's the father. Say, kill her, kill him, kill him. <laughs> it is only Jesus that saw death and approached death. He said, Who are you looking for? He said, We are looking for Jesus. He said, I am He. And the Bible says, and they all fell and they came again. He said, who, do you, who are you looking for? He said, we are looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. And they had, he, he followed them to go and die. Not for his sake, for your sake. He was telling his father, I will take their place. Is it today that you are, he has taken your place? That he says, hey, you have made a mistake. I, I don't like you anymore. No. Whilst we were yet sinners, he loved us and he died for us. Now that I am in, please understand the message of grace. But you see, again, the message of grace does not teach people to sin. The message of grace prevents people. In fact, it teaches people how not to sin. Keep teaching the message of grace and see, people's level of sin will begin to go down. Teach the law. The law empowers sin. Law, that's what the Bible says. Law empowers sin. Look at it. This same grace. Look at the verse, three, verse 11. God's marvelous grace has manifested in person. Who is that grace? Jesus. Bringing what? Salvation 
for Christians. For everyone. Including the fetish priest. Including the Muslim. Including the Hare Krishna. The message of grace is for everyone. It's for everyone. Because when Jesus came, there were nobody like Christians. Christians believed. Or people believed and they became Christian. A Christian is the revealed one. Can you see this? In fact, when we gather like this, we are called the Ecclesia. You know what Ecclesia means in the Greek? An administrative army. You know, like, we are here on earth. You see, we are in Ghana. We are an extension of the powers of the government. So we can tell them in the spirit what to do and what not to do. That is why we are here. Yeah, that's who we are. Because we are the only people that can stop and heaven will stop it. We are the only people that can allow and heaven shall allow. Because we have been the government. That's the ecclesia. The administrative government authority in a particular jurisdiction. That's how come there are Christians in Ghana, there are Christians in Togo, there are Christians in Burkina, there are Christians everywhere. We have become the administrative. Remember, the world is for God. When, when the British colonized Ghana, the queen didn't come here. But the queen sent people here. An administrative power to enforce her authority. So when the queen says, hey, my kingdom in Ghana, nobody goes to the farm. Those people will make sure that it is done. When your king is fooling and this representative of the queen tells the queen that queen, the king is giving some instructions, but we, we don't want it. The queen will say, okay, because you have said, king, stop the nonsense. Do you get it? That is how we are. The Bible says, whatever you shall bind here on earth is bound in heaven. Why on earth? Because you have become the administrative government. Spiritually, in the country where we are, if we shall gather and say in the name of Jesus Christ, this thing will not happen. In the name of Jesus Christ, let this thing happen. Heaven says, that's all. And when heaven supports it, that is it. Are you with me? Yes, sir. All right. So God has given the chance to everyone to be saved. So here, grace brings salvation. Now look at the next one. This same grace that brought salvation teaches us how to live each day as we turn our backs on an indulgent what? And it equips us to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age. Grace does not tell you to sin. Grace helps you to be self-controlled. The more of grace messages, the more you get to know Jesus, the more you get to understand his love, the more you get to understand what he has done for you, the more you get to understand how he has taken your place, the more you love him so much and you turn away from sin. In fact, you won't even know you won't even know. You realize that now the things you used to do, you don't do them any longer. One of the ways to kill and to deal with um, habits, or you call it what? Addictions, is not prayer. It's not prayer. It's the message of grace. You are doing that one because of your mind. But the day you renew your mind, that addiction leaves. you will be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Can you see this? Hmm. And you know what this same grace does again? This same grace in verse 13 gives you hope to wait for the Lord. He said, for we continue to wait for the fulfillment of our hope in the dawning splendor of the glory of so grace brings you salvation 
grace teaches you how to stop sinning or not to sin and grace gives you hope to know that Jesus is coming this is what grace does for us somebody shout grace alright so Eutychus was enjoying the message of the law and was listening to grace automatically the guy entered into Babylon confusion he became drowsy and he fell from where from the third floor boom and died he has fallen from grace just like today a lot of Christians have fallen from grace now when we say you are falling from grace we are not saying that you have lost your salvation falling from grace does not mean you are you have lost salvation Galatians chapter 5 let's do from verse 3 to 4 alright look at it I say it emphatically if you let yourselves be circumcised you are obliged to fulfill every single one of the commandments and regulations of the law if you want to be made right with God by fulfilling the obligations of the law you have cut off more than your flesh you have cut yourself from Christ and have fallen away from the revelation of grace five but we have the true hope that comes from being made right with God and by the spirit we wait eagerly for this hope can you see this what is this hope the one you read in Titus 2 13 the hope of his coming now what he's saying here maybe you don't get to show us again chapter verse 3 King James so you will see falling from grace I've taught you this before uh-huh. okay let's read everybody one go uh-huh If you think you are justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. What does circumcision mean here? In the law, under the law dispensation, one of the signs, which was a type of what Jesus was going to do in the future, they said that there is a false skin around your manhood. So, that one does not make you like a full man. It is called false skin. It is not your original skin. It is called false skin. So, in the Old Testament, they would have to take away that false skin because that false skin, it doesn't matter how well you bath a baby, that false skin traps dirt and sand. So, you bath the baby, bath the baby very well. When you are done, just go and look there you'll find black you know it, it traps dirt which means that the baby can never be clean it doesn't matter how much or how many times you bath the baby the baby is not free from death dirt there's spiritual significance so god says that cut it off so the baby can be clean secondly when the foreskin is there our doctors say that the man when the man gets married and meets the wife the man (laughs) the man cannot enjoy the original feeling of worship you understand So the man will not have will not enjoy the, the real feeling of the act because there is a false skin. So that skin is not his own skin, it's a false one, it's not correct. So he will not enjoy the fullness of the intimacy during the act of worship. So that false skin must be taken off. So that man can now enjoy the you know, you understand. 
alright why did God tell them to do this he didn't tell them because it was not just physical thing it was a type and shadows of what would happen to us in this time and was all talking about Jesus now today the Bible says that you and I we are the circumcision that worship God in truth and in spirit so for you to hear um, the word circumcision is to say that some false skin has been taken off today when you guys are here and you are saying Hosanna Hosanna you enjoy it you there's a feeling spiritual feeling when an unbeliever gets here the unbeliever will just be sitting down and be watching you the unbeliever doesn't have the false skin over his heart taken off so he thinks you are you are you are fooling now he too when he goes somewhere maybe the club or somewhere and they are playing boom, 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 something he will be jumping with the foreskin now your the taking away of your foreskin is to have feeling for god so you do when you go to the club or somewhere where they go and there is such a music your skin your, your heart does not respond to it and i will say they will respond oh But that unbeliever that is not responding to the songs you are singing, immediately the person received Jesus as a savior. That foreskin is spiritually taken off. So now he'll begin to feel for God. When you received the Lord Jesus, you could tell the zeal. So when your foreskin is taken off, so if you are here and we are singing and you don't feel it, please watch out. Maybe you have not received Jesus well. So circumcision was by the law. So when Paul was writing this book, there were some Jews who were still believing that the circumcision has to do with their manhood. Now Paul is saying that, look, this thing that you want to do, and they must do it so that they please God. They must do it so that they get closer to God. They must do it so that they become right with God. That act. Now Paul is saying that, now Jesus has taken your place. You don't need to do that physical act. Because when you receive Jesus, he circumcises your heart. And it is by his performance so that you can please God. But people still want to do it by themselves. I'm not saying when you give birth today, don't circumcise because Jesus, because that boy is not born again. Please go and cut it. Are you with me? Okay. Look at it. So Paul says, For we are, read, one go. So the former circumcision was in the flesh. The new circumcision, now he says, We, including women. It includes women today. In those times, it was biased. It was a test pilot. That's how come the women were not talking. That's how come there was a scripture that says that let's not suffer not the women to speak in gatherings. Because we don't see them to have been in those times under the law to have qualified to work for God. Even still today, some preachers say some women. Look at how the ladies were leading prayer here on Friday. Patakata, kata, pakata, kata. And I was just watching them. I said, God. Namina yet they say. Then the men that are saying people shouldn't preach. They are sleeping. When there is a firebrand woman that can go down on her knees. Oh. He said, We. He said, No, men are the circumcision. We. The ladies are not excited. Yeah. You should be glad. How old is the guy? Old church, you know? <laughs> no, because all the men will sit in front and the women will sit at the back. You, you don't ask questions. Like, you can't laugh. Is that when you go home, go and ask your husbands. So, the, the people of God in those days were the men. But when Jesus came, Mary Magdalene came in. Mary came in. Joanna came in. He started bringing the woman. 
Yeah. Oh, thank God for grace. Everybody that believes in Jesus qualifies. It does not matter your gender. It does not matter who your size. Jesus is your qualification and he's the only one that God sees. Hallelujah. So you see, Eutychus fell from grace because he was listening to law and was listening to grace. He became drowsy and he fell from the place where grace was being preached. You get it now? He fell from the place where grace was being preached. So he fell from grace. Look at it. He became drowsy and fell into deep slumber. What is deep slumber? The place of confusion. Am I saved? Am I not saved? This thing that I, is that why I'm suffering? That thing that I did, is that why my business is not moving? Then the man of God said, you have to pray seven hours. He said, hey, hey. That is why God can hear my voice. You have to fast 17,000 years. So you see, listen. When you are not sure, when you are not sure of the message of grace, you will need some law to give you understanding. And the law will pull you down. The law will make you feel you are a sinner. The law will make you feel you are not qualified. The law will make you feel there's something I must do for God to love me. The law will make you feel there's something. The reason why my business is not moving, the reason why I'm not married, is because maybe I've done something, or maybe my great grandfather did something that is affecting me today, or something. The reason I don't have money is because I can't pray three months, two months like prophet can pray. I can't fast like prophet can fast. I can't do this. Now man becomes your standard. This is the, this is law. You know what you're trying to do? You want to please God by what you think you can do. But that is not the message of grace. The message of grace says, relax. The prayer you want to pray, Jesus has prayed for you. And he continues to even pray. We saw it. The Holy Ghost is still praying for you. The first thing, it is not that which is going to make God love you. The day Jesus died on the cross for you, and the day you received Jesus, God loved you just like he loved Jesus. God accepted you like he accepted Jesus. You became acceptable because you were accepted in the beloved. So today, God loves you just like he loved Jesus. God has made you holy just like Jesus is holy. God has made you righteous just like he himself is righteous and just like God is righteous. Can you see this? When he was doing all these things for you, you were not praying. You were not fasting. And he has given all these things to you. Is it now that he will want to give you something by prayer? Or, or I mean praying for long to please him. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't pray. Prayer is good. I pray. We have been praying two hours this dawn. I've been praying in my room before I came here. Praying in my office before I came here. When I came to sit down, I was praying. Prayer is good. I pray. I pray not because I want to please God. I pray because if I don't pray, there are some things in this earth that ought to happen to me that will never happen. Because God has given us the world and the earth so that we take and use. So if I don't pray, I will allow things to happen which are not supposed to happen to me. But when I pray, I stop them. When I pray, I get empowered. When I pray, I see results. When I pray, things, you know, not because when I pray, God will say, now, you are my son, I love you. No. And you are not going to be blessed because you are praying. Hello? You are already blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Somebody will say, why is my finances not changed? Because blessing is not finances. Blessing means favorable words spoken over you. And this word spoken over you is what makes the world come if you believe. They manifest. So when I say you are blessed, no money. That's the mindset of a beggar. That's the mindset of a poor person. I told you, poverty is in, or money is in the mind of the poor. What you should be thinking about is my value. My value is the blood. My value is the life of God. 
because he purchased you with his blood and I told you when you purchase an iPhone the worth of the iPhone is the amount of money with which you bought it is that correct if you bought if you buy an iPhone 14 now and it's 20,000 the worth iPhone 14 is 20,000 that is the value can you see that if Jesus bought you with his blood your worth is the blood that bought you your worth is not money and the Bible says that gold and silver which were available then the Bible says that what they were what he used the word perishable perishable the perishable items like gold and silver the gold and silver people will kill man for I'm telling you one of the ways by which a Christian can give to God without feeling a thing is when you start accepting your value that your value is not how much you have in your bank account <laughs> do you know why you think you are poor because maybe in your bank account all you have is 300 Ghana CD so when you think you can't do anything you, are, you must be careful because that's my life so let me protect 300 CDs so even when somebody is dying say will be see because in your mind, say me here. Hey! Your life is not determined by your bank balance. See, if you want money, a spirit, it does not just come. You must understand the spiritual principles to money. See how Jesus got money to pay in the waters. He never ever thought hey where we are there we don't we won't have money money must respond to me he said peter go throw your line catch some fish he said the first fish you catch you find come pay the debt i say this some people don't believe but you don't need to be working to make money you need to be giving to make money the reason why you don't give is because you think if you give until you see your value you will know every other money is a seed time is a seed strength is seed cash is seed until you see seeds seeds cannot be compared to the farmer <laughs> can you see this look at it for as much as you know that ye were not redeemed with what corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. Read on. This is your value. How rich are you? The blood. Start thinking like this. Every other thing will, su will submit. Every other thing will submit to the blood, to your value. You think you can work at the Bank of Ghana or wherever? That's how the world's economy is crashing. It's crashing. And it's coming. People will start, they will start laying off people. I think the Bank of Ghana has instituted something, some domestic something, something. Market. Some banks are going to lay off people. Because they don't have enough funds to work in the bank. So they lay you off. Go home. So that they can have just a few. You can write it down. They will lay off. More will go. The good thing to do is to shut some bags that will not survive. But when they do it, they will go against their mistake they did in closing those banks. So they won't do it. They don't have the confidence to do that. So they are taking decisions that are not scriptural, biblical. And it's affecting the big banks. Look at the people that have bonds. You put the money into the bond to uh, uh, you, you bought a bond to be received in three years, in five years. Now they said 20 to 38. What if people couldn't pay, people struggle to pay school fees? Because the plan was to save the money and use the money for for fees. Before the fees, the time for payment came, the world system said your money belongs to me 
I must use your money to do something. Then in the future, I pay you small, 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 small. They were the people you trusted. You don't trust God with your money. You trust man with your money. If you gave to the Lord, when it is time like that, you'll be amazed. How God will just settle you. Even if God does not pay in cash, he will pay by scholarship. <laughs> if he doesn't pay by cash, he will pay by scholarship. You are just going to the school and your friends, you now, you now meet your, 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 your daughter's or your son's classmate. Parents say, hey, I like your child. My child has been talking about that. Your mom goes, I'm going to pay school fees to see if I say, let me, let me take the bill. Pay it off. You see, you haven't believed God in this line. So you think life is all about the cash you have. So you can't give to God. The best investment for me is on the altar. How can God owe me and not pay? Today the government is owing you. You will see. After that 2038, they won't be there. You put your hopes in the world system. It fails. It fails. Your value is not the money you have in the bank. Your value is the blood. Your value is the life of God. The life of the Son of God. Value yourself this way and everything will bow to you. Including cash. That's why I come every time. Hey, you are blessed, no cash. That means now, cash. That's the mindset of a poor person. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Yeah. us. So the guy fellow. Do you understand the story behind the story? So now he fell from grace. What happened to him? Death. He died. Okay, then what happened? Paul went downstairs. I told you. Look at what happened to him. Look at the King James. I want to show you something. Okay. And Paul went down. From where? The third floor. From the chamber. Remember I said the third floor stands for heaven. It stands for what? The higher life. It stands for what? Grace. Okay. So he left the heavens and he came. Now, there's a word here. Paul went down and fell on him. I want you to notice this word. The word fell in the Greek is the word epipesin. E-P-E-P-E-S-E-N. Epipesin. E-P-E-P-E-S-E-N. Now, this is the same word that was used in Acts chapter 10 verse 44. So when we understand Acts chapter 10 verse 44, you understand what they fell on him mean. Then you understand why on two occasions people in the Old Testament when they died, Elijah fell on them. It was a sign for the future. <laughs> Look at it. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost epipesin fell on all of them that heard the word. So you see, that statement fell was, a, was an introduction of the Holy Ghost upon the dead guy. Do you see it now? So when Elijah fell on the boy that died, the Levine old boy of that widow, it was a typology of the fact that it is only the Holy Ghost that brings the dead person alive. But remember, it is the Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead. So when the boy died, Paul did that. The Bible says, and Paul went down and fell on him. He was doing the same thing that the Holy Ghost does when it comes to men. Because in Acts chapter 10 verse 44, the Holy Ghost was coming upon unbelievers who have not received Jesus. Now, for an unbeliever, he's dead. I hope you know that. An unbeliever is a dead person. Dead. The unbeliever is dead. Go and tell them. That's why they need Jesus' life. 
dead. If you don't have Christ, you are dead. You are dead. Don't make them feel they have life. Reason why they will boast with their life and say, Me the Bama make farmano. Let them know they are dead. They need life. And the life is Jesus. That is why you must stop saying, Give your life to Christ. They don't have one. They are dead. They are like Eutychus. When they receive Jesus, there is an epipacin. There is a falling out of the Holy Ghost. And then they come back to life. Can you see that? And Paul went down and fell on him and embraced him and said, Trouble not with not yourself. For what? So there is an impartation of the Holy Ghost that brought his life back. Can you see this? Then what happened? And he therefore was come up again. Now the word is again. Uh oh. Do you understand the message of salvation? Man was with God. Man fell. Jesus came from heaven. Died for man. And restored man back to where he was. This is the message of salvation. So Eutychus fell. The Holy Ghost came. Man was glorified again. And was taken up back again. Now, the first thing that happened when they went back is to break bread. Is to break bread. How come now some ministries will say you must go through you, you understand? This class class communion class before you eat communion the guy was dead he is now alive sustain his life by the life of the covenant and the bread of his face so the first thing you introduce believers, unbelievers to when they come in is to give them communion teach them communion let them understand because that's what Jesus said do this in remembrance of me when they eat the communion they remember today there are a lot of churches that have not been taught the reality of communion that's why they said before you eat communion stop sinning that week go and confess you must wear duku before you eat the communion so that day when they are eating the communion when they come to church people then they will take the communion after communion where were you? Japan, sorry Anna Angie Angie are they? me to unchen kosku edi asem no no ah the guy finished communion right now say you see week in the holy so they do revival so that week is called the week of revival even that revival they don't understand do you know what revival means? to revive revival the one that is already alive when we are waiting for a revival we are waiting for a move of God that is not seen for example I, I told you that there is a revival coming where people where people are now going to have amazing fellowship with the person of the Holy Ghost because that is not then but not you you are alive forever unless you fall from grace then you must be revived so if I have a church and I'm having a revival I mean it's I'm to talk from. can you see this Please understand these things. When you ask me to come and preach at your revival, I, I sometimes I wonder what I'm coming. I, I then I have to come and pay, preach the message of resurrection. And let them stay. Can you see? Yes, but mostly it's because it's on Sunday they have communion. So they're saying if you are staying with somebody's husband, don't come and eat. If you are doing this, don't come and eat. So that week you won't visit any. I'm not encouraging you, no. But I'm saying that the first people that ate communion, they were not born again. It was after the communion that they became born again. 
So if you think it is there, becoming clean in your head that will make you eat communion so that God will be happy with you. It's a lie from the pit of hell. You have no idea how much God wants you to eat communion. And so the church will prepare communion and only 50 people will eat out of 155. When you bring somebody's in, then you pack. Who did we do the communion for? Because we are always condemning people. We are always condemning them. So they don't feel holy. They don't feel right. Because the Bible said that some died. Some were sick. No. Not because of who they were. Because they did not acknowledge that the bread was the body. And the blood was Jesus. The blood of Jesus. That's it. That's the qualification. That's why I tell you, if you have the bread, see it as the flesh of Jesus. Because he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. That is all you have to do. And you begin to know how he died on the cross for you. How his body was broken for you. When we teach these things, people will stop. Christians will not be sick. When you feel some stomach pain or communion, eat it. It's gone. The flesh of Jesus is amazing. And you take his blood and you drink for your health. Now, the reason why Eutychus was giving bread was to sustain him. Communion was to sustain his life. Communion sustains you. It sustains you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It sustains you. And he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten. Let's see TPT here. Please read, read. One go. Okay. You see, you, you think that somebody's dead, so we are finished service. Debut. I feel cry and a year better. Also, look at Paul. Nothing becomes more important than the word of God. Nothing. Nothing should take the place. I'm not sure you can attend Paul's church. Amy, can you? <laughs> he picked up again where he left off. So he was preaching. And maybe when he got to, the grace of God came from above. Then you take us, boom. Then he went down. And then he laid on him. Imparted the spirit. You took us, came back alive. And then he said, let's go. He said, aha. Uh -huh. Where did that end? He said, the grace. Can Paul didn't give attention to the issue. Don't give attention to issues. You will make them bigger than normal. That was the first and last we heard of Eutychus. But on a more serious note, I'll tell you this. Eutychus is called a young man. That same story is like Talita. She was 12 years. You remember? Those two stories represent the young people, especially of today. The reason why you are seeing a lot of corruption, a lot of vices, a lot of sensual stuff among the youth. You know why? Because the message of grace is not taught. We were discussing on TikTok. When people are on TikTok, they are relegated. They are given a kind of mindset. If you go and put the message of condemnation there, you have destroyed them. They want to hear the message of grace that irrespective of, God loves them and God wants them. Today, the youth of today, they are not dead yet. But they are falling asleep. If we don't hurry, 
they will fall and die. It might be too late. That is why you and I who understand the message of grace on your social media, I keep telling you, one day, just do it. You've been hearing a lot of messages. Do a video. Because when you look at the contact on your phone, you might have 300 contacts. When you put a, a, something on your status, you now, when you go and check, you get shocked, eh? 200 people have looked at the thing. Even if you will do a video, post something about the grace. Tell them how much Jesus loves them. You have no idea who you are making an impact to. That is why when you come to church, you must also listen. Grab some revelation. When you go home, have some time and post them one after the other. Preach to them. You'll be amazed who you are giving hope to. Because there are some, there are some young people they have been condemned throughout. They think they don't belong. They think there is a sect of people called Christians and we are the condemned people. So you have a part to play. Let's bring the youth, the young people back. Let's bring them back. You have friends who are not staunch in Christ. You have friends who play with the things of God. They are sleeping. They are drowsy. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma Night at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Frenessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-Eljedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-Eljedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-275100800. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed Name.